mind. That is, the theory is that over the last couple centuries, it's, I got this from Steve Pinker. He, he writes about this in The Better Angels of Our Nature. Then I explored it further five years later. So there was a little more research on this in my book, The Moral Arc, that one of the many causes of the decline of violence is this increase in empathy and ability to put ourselves in somebody else's mind, this principle of interchangeable perspectives. What would this person look like? How would this person see the world uh, if I did this to them, if I was that person, and so on, kind of the golden rule. Anyway, uh, the idea here in these preliminary studies is that people that read uh, literature like Jane Austen and Shakespeare, they pass, they score higher on that, uh, reading the motions in the in the eyes, you know, they show people pictures of a pair of eyes, just the eyes, not the whole face, and that they're better able to interpret what emotions are being expressed in those eyes if they read a lot of, again, highbrow literature. And the control was people that just read a lot of People magazine or just sort of Pulp Fiction and people that don't read much at all or just comic books or whatever. And But I, I haven't looked at that literature in a while. I don't know if those studies have been replicated or if they failed replication, as, as so many have these days. Uh, but you talk about that a little bit, about you know triggering certain uh, characters or novels, stories, triggering empathy, reading, mind reading, that kind of thing. Yeah, so first of all, I think a lot of those studies, there's reason to be skeptical of. And I think the main reason to be skeptical of them is that, you know, humans can't become mind readers. Uh, and the moment we start thinking that we're a good mind reader is the moment we're actually not being very empathetic. Uh, you know, I mean, other people's minds are different from ours. And, you know, the way we come to understand other people is by being cautious and not assuming we can intuit from the way their eyes are looking what they're actually feeling. Um, I mean, that was the, that's the first thing I would say. And, you know, it's famously unreliable. I mean, people will look at their dogs and tell you they know what their dogs are thinking or feeling, you know. And it's almost certainly the case that the dog is not thinking or feeling exactly what we think it's feeling. Yeah. So we just have to be aware of the fact that it's called the pathetic fallacy, which is our reading our, our own emotions. In. And in fact, Jane Austen makes fun of that in her own novels. She makes fun of characters who think that they understand what other people want. You know, Emma is an entire story about someone who thinks that she understands what's best for her best friend, and it turns out she doesn't. So the first thing I would say is the bedrock of empathy is caution and to a certain extent, self-skepticism. You know, uh, the moment you think you're a mind reader, you're probably not. Um, so what I talk about in the book, however, is, yes, there is a technology that has evolved that is in Shakespeare and that is in Austin and is, in fact, in everything really from the book of Job onward. Um, find it in Greek tragedy for stimulating empathy in audiences. And the, the simplest version of this is just the apology. Um, you know, when uh, you know, when we apologize, what we do is we essentially release someone from anger. Um, and the reason we release them from, from, from anger is that when someone does something bad to us, um, we then start to hypothesize, you know, all their various malevolent attempts and why they did it and so on and so forth. And in real life, a lot of times people do something bad because they didn't realize it would hurt us. They weren't intending to hurt us. You know, we get cut off all the time in traffic by people who don't even know we're there because they didn't check their mirrors. They're not doing it to hurt us, you know? Um, a lot of the harm we inflict on other people is simply accidental, but because of the way our mind evolved, we always wanted to blame someone for everything. So, you know, 99% of the stuff that goes wrong in life is nobody's fault, you know? Nobody intended it to happen, but almost everything that happens in life is blamed by a human on somebody else. So we have this over-propensity to blame people for everything, and that makes us more angry than we need to be, and we're all carrying around a lot of anger, and that anger is bad for two reasons. First, it's bad for our own mental health. Um, the more you're angry, <laughs> the more stressed you are, it just causes a lot of problems, you know? 
And then, you know, when you're angry at other people, that causes all these other problems too. I mean, at a basic level, it just, it fractures social relations. It makes you less trusting, does all these kinds of things, but it also leads very quickly to like mob violence. Um, and, you know, I'm right and you're wrong and you need to be punished and I'm going to punish you and all these kinds of things. So over time, humans invented this amazing thing called the apology. And the apology, uh, we know it, it, it triggers these perspective taking circuits in our brain. And it's not always effective because people can apologize falsely. And if we have, if our brain has strong reasons for suspecting that the apology is fake, we will discount it. But if our brain isn't certain, then our brain usually accepts the apology. We usually accept the expression of remorse and we forgive, we let go of anger and we experience empathy. So empathy is not so much mind reading as letting go of judgment. And that's an important distinction. Because, you know, mind reading supposes that we know it's in someone's head, and so does judgment. <laughs> judgment also supposes that. And so by letting go of judgment, we're actually letting go of mind reading. And that is what empathy is. Empathy is entering a space of skepticism, of uncertainty, um, of a willingness to let other people be themselves, as opposed to us thinking we know what's going on in their heads. So I agree with Pinker's basic argument about the importance of empathy. I just disagree with the attachment of it to mind reading. Um, well, there. What, what happens what with the apology? Yeah, what he's looking for there is an exogenous force to explain the decline of violence. So, 